Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep. Close to you, close to you. This is what we do, yo. This is what we do, said close to you. Close to you, this is what we do, yo. This is what we do, say close to you. Close to you, this is what we do, yo. This is what we do. Close to you, close to you, this is what we do. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Um, here at Flows for You, we have a very special guest, uh, one of my good friends, and I know, I know, he lives in the same, uh, you know, area code or close to area code as Trey is our friend Terry or CST or ten other rap names that he has. <laughs> um, uh, one of the coolest guys I know, and we're excited to have you. On hey, the what's show. good? What's good, today? man? What's good, brothers? <laughs> What's your week? Uh, anything good happened to you this week or last week? Oh no, I have a little son that looks like he's mad. He wants to watch more pizza. Watch so more I'll pizza. That more Interesting. Later. What? There's a song. So when I went to ACL, oh, so I'll tell you about my week. There you go. So uh, this last week, I ended up going to um, ACL and I was working it. And one of the bands. So we're in this area, this baby, this kid area, which no. is oh no, <laughs> I know. Um, no. we're in this kid area and it fits about three to 400 people, but we're in a, air, that's a small, small spot in this thing that's holding, you know, 75,000 people for this concert. And, um, as we're, Oh my gosh. Ugh, sorry guys. Um, as we're trying to figure it all out, um, I'm doing the rapping and then I look and then there's this band that shows up and they're doing this song called like the dinosaur stomp. And, the entire place is packed. Like people are sitting in our chairs in the back. Um, there's at least 300 to 400 kids and their parents in this spot for this band called Cuckoo Kangaroo. And it's two white dudes, one with a fanny pack and the other one with a weird mustache. And they um, are gigantic YouTube uh, guys and they sing um, weird songs. And so they have a song called I Eat Pizza All the Time. And it's literally about eating pizza all the time. And um, they have hilarious videos of the green screen. And um, so I showed, I watched one of their videos after I saw this um, at the house and my son was watching it with me. And now that's all he watches are these hilarious videos. Uh, you know, they have a, yeah, they, 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 I think they, they've released over, 200 songs and each one has a music video something like that something crazy like that and uh that that pizza all the time video has over four million views wow that's ridiculous and um yeah and and i mean as a musician i don't know how they can do what they do uh because it's pretty prolific um but yeah so as i went there i showed my son this and then now uh literally that's all he's been doing is watching this video watching different versions of the video and he was with my mom as I was performing. And so, um, he kept on, um, watching these videos. And so now he'll just walk to me and say pizza. It's not cause he's hungry. It's cause he wants to watch the video or they have a salad song and he wants to watch the salad video. And so how old is your it's son? Literally a description of how old is your son? Huh? How old is your son? 
He is two and a half. Oh, dig it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. He's he's a. So would you so. would you consider uh, them the new age uh, Wiggles? Yes. No. What they do is pretty insane, uh, and they little their live show is just dancing the entire oh, man. time. And they're doing like a 30 minute set of just like aerobics. And it is very funny. And like, I was literally before I got on the podcast, y'all, we were watching this one called the dinosaur stop. And my two year old son is literally doing every move from this dance. And I'm just like, and so that's what he's in here right now. He's saying mine because he wants me to actually go in and turn on the pizza song again. (laughs) And so, and and I'm his and not y'all's. So that's the other reason. So, uh, but yeah, that's how my week's been going. <laughs> how, how has y'all's been? Yo, man, week was good. Um, <laughs> no, man, week was good, and uh, it, it's pretty cool here in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, the week Literally. has been, yes, the week has been good. So it's um, it, it's been an interesting week so far just with, everything that I got going on <clears throat> and life as a real estate agent person. Um, uh, it, it was interesting today because I met with someone who wants to build a um, multi-million dollar home today. So the... You gotta be kidding. Um, so that's, that's an interesting man. conversation. And gotcha. um, that is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, mainly because, um, mainly because, you know, it's about when you're buying multi-million dollar or building multi-million dollar property, it's about executing vision. It's about making sure that that person feels comfortable in the process, Hello, yeah. understands what they're getting themselves into. And really, I think they know a little bit of what they're getting themselves into. Um, there are very little limitations, you know, however, um, you'll be surprised how much a million dollars buys you and it's not really much. Um, it's not much. It's not like you're buying a, you're not getting a palatial mansion for 2 million bucks, maybe in Kentucky. Um, but even in Kentucky, I mean, there is areas of Louisville, Kentucky, that has like $2 million homes and you would think, oh, wow. Oh, that's 2 million. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't be, you, sure. you know, you, you, oh, you will understand it to be nice. You would think it was very oh, nice, yeah. Hands down. but you wouldn't think it was like, oh my gosh, does, you know, does, um, the Trumps live here? No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. You're not going to even think that, you know, you're, you're just going to be like, oh, wow, that's super nice. Oh, the, you're, you're going to recognize it as super nice. And so, um, so that meeting went uh, well today. So that's encouraging, man. So you know, so that's uh, life as a grown up. Um, you know, non hip hop stuff. You know, but yeah, <laughs> cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I I I know how that feels. My non grown my non my grown up stuff is a little less grown up. But you know, birthday parties and rapping for kids all day. But I'll take it. It's Hey. Assuming we're <laughs> considering grown up, married, and having kids. Yeah, well, I mean, none of the things. That's, that I mean, that's enjoy. what so I'm getting at here, because um, I do pay rent. <laughs> I wasn't um, even thinking of a. I wasn't even thinking of a way to make fun of you right there. You did that to yourself. Uh, no, I was just stating a fact. Oh, okay. But hey, we can take it wherever we want. Hey, if the folks that are listening, if it made you laugh, then bully for you. 
But anyway, uh, my week as a uh, dapper wearing toddler was uh, uh, waking up and going goo goo gaga, feed me please, and then um, uh, promptly pooping my pants uh, and expecting someone to change what? it for me. This is um, <laughs> that's my fault. I I set up this whole this whole line of reading. I don't know that's if it was great. just you though. Sorry, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, uh, my week was, was pretty good. Um, I, I had a rough start to my week just getting out of bed. I mean, literally, um, uh, with my new job, I, I have a very flexible schedule as long as I get my work completed um, by the end of the week. And um, I'm obviously working every day. and I try to get as many stores in as possible. Um, but it's just been getting hard because uh, I decided to stay up a little bit later um, than I would like uh, these past couple days. And it's just been ru- – well, excuse me. The beginning of my week, I stayed up really late, and it just screwed up my sleep schedule. So it's inadvertently ruined my my week as far as my sleep schedule is concerned. So um, other than that, um, I've I've had a pretty good week. Um, you know, God's blessed me with this was this new job, and um, um, having weekends off is a breath of fresh air for sure. And um, I'm trying to think of anything interesting. Oh, well, today I almost hit a blind guy. So there's that. Um, he, I, I saw his cane way before I saw him and he, I'm not sure if he was going to walk out or if he was just trying to feel the car that was around him. Um, he was getting into someone's car, but I'm like making sure that like I'm nowhere near him because, you know, I was beginning to slow down and, um, he was walking out, but this was literally before, um, I got on the podcast, you know, I was coming home from work and it was, it was ridiculous, but I was making sure not to hit him, but that was interesting. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, my week's been pretty, pretty interesting. Um, Fortnite's popping off with the chapter two and it's very interesting. Um, they're doing a lot with that. Um, it's a whole new take on Fortnite. Oh, there's a lot of updates with that. Um, and I'm start starting to enjoy it. I actually won my first solo game of the season last night. It was pretty, pr- my, and nobody was to wit- nobody was there to witness it. So except- oh wow! Hey man, congratulations, except man! For me. I- I've been um, in the in the zeitgeist. Uh, Fortnite is in the zeitgeist, so it bubbles up to me sometimes because I don't try to follow everything in life. But uh, I heard sure. that there was a lot of updates and some different things, and even some controversy surrounding something. So with Fortnite, yeah, so. What they did, and you don't have to know anything about the game to know what I'm about to talk about. They essentially had 10 seasons of the game, meaning every season is about 60 days long or, or longer. Um, and that's a whole battle pass that they do that people spend money to, as you're playing the season, unlock stuff. So you've already bought it. You just have to unlock it if it makes sense. And it just gives people a reason to play the game. Um, it's a free-to-play game, but if you want extra cool cosmetics, you got to spend a little bit of money. And... Um, you know, 10 seasons in, this is their like penultimate season where they're bringing back a lot of old stuff and revamping it and making it look better. And, um, what they did was, uh, there's this thing inside of the, the middle of the map and it's this big, I guess, black hole. And it was more like a, a thing that blew up. What ended up happening was, um, the map essentially got sucked into a black hole, everything, like everything that the, there was a live event that happened. And as you're witnessing it, you know, I could go on and on and on about it, but it, you know, for someone who doesn't play, it may not make sense. But what ended up happening was there's an ast- a meteor 
that plunged into the middle of the map, opening up a black hole and sucking everything in. And the game literally was not playable for 48 hours. And, and mind you, Fortnite is making $300 million a year off of this game. That's free to play. Yeah, and people are playing it like it is their life, and so to go forty-eight okay, hours. Okay, okay, stop, losing. stop, stop the podcast. Did you just say <laughs> that Fortnite is free and they make three hundred m's? Yes, sir. A year, yes, sir. Yes, Microtransactions, bro. I'm telling you, man, they have $20 skins. That Why are we on the podcast right now? We should be, like, trying to figure <laughs> out, like, how to do our own Fortnite, bro. Just <laughs> oh, keeping yeah. it all the right. way above. People have tried. Like, we People just need tried. to figure out our own way to do well, Fortnite is just what I'm saying. Well, we have micro microtransactions here on the podcast, so right now you're going off topic. So I'm gonna need you to give me five dollars, bro. Jason's been trying to get me his microtransactions this entire time. Apparently, I owe him money for being on the podcast as a co-host, bro. That is just insane. You dig? Like, yeah, no. It's oh no, crazy. it's one no of the most words. mind-boggling things in the past. In the game's only been around, Terry. Excuse me. Do you want to be referred to as CST? On this no, podcast? you can call me Terry, or bro, because CST stands for Christ Save Terry. So you can call me Terry, Somebody bro. It's all him. good. All right, cool. So uh, I just want to get that out of the way so I'm not disrespecting you in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, yeah, this is a, a game that has been out for a little over two years. And it yeah, literally changed gaming, literally, probably forever. Um, you know, everyone and their sister as far as a gaming developing software company has tried to make their own Fortnite and they weren't the first battle Royale game type to be created. They're just the most successful. Um, and the, the crazy part about this whole thing is that Fortnite in general as a game was going to be terrible. Oh, sure. And then they turned it into, they turned it into this battle Royal thing and then they never released the game. They, well, they released a port, a part of the game and nobody cares. I mean, maybe some people care, but the battle Royal part is the part that everybody loves. And so it's crazy. It's like, they took a game that was terrible and made it into a thing that makes their million. I'm sorry. Jason just kept saying Royal and I had to laugh. I know. I'm sorry. Anyway, but yeah, no, what do you, it's cause I, I'm, I think of the Royal. Yeah. 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 Not battle. Yeah. Yeah. So Royal, um, I'm pretty sure is spelled R O Y A L and Royale is, Added, they have an E on the end, but it's all good. It's fine. Well, I'm a Texan. I'm not. Famous. You're from Texas. <laughs> no, but so what he was saying was they they have two parts of the game. They have three now, but there's the PvP player versus player where it's a hundred people that drop into a map and fight. You can be in solos with with a friend, or you can play with four uh, three other people. Um, they also have a different version of the game. Um, it's the same concept it's just like a campaign mode so it's called save the world and it's been out for two years this is their technically 11th season but it's called chapter two because it's a whole revamp and it's supposed to be free to play and they've yet to make it free to play that's why the game is still quote unquote in beta which the game's been out for two years and is well past developed yeah so very confusing but enough about Fortnite. um yeah, that was that was a lot of. It was, that was a little crazy, talk, but it was impressive to see how cool uh, Terry yeah. thought that was. Which, which is, is, is it? It's insane how much money they make 
Um, but they they actually changed. I mean, there are games that we played uh, that never even close to oh, made oh, that yeah. much money. I uh, now some like NBA Jams. Oh yeah, you know that made some money. I don't know if it made three million. 300 million though. I never, never checked the stats. So I, I, um, just I to kind of bring jam. that, you know, what, why that's sure. fascinating to me is that I am a closet economist. Like, um, as someone who went to school for business and minor in economics, I, I have always been interested in, um, in, in, in microeconomic issues. Um, and that being one of them. So like, when you think of like new businesses that can that can create almost by mistake <laughs> you can make 300 million dollars yep. by mistake is <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's just wow <laughs> you know yeah they they did an interview with the guy that used to be the boss at the epic games and he actually he actually uh dis- canceled the game cuz he thought it was useless and so it wasn't even going to be a game like they were like we're not going to release it anymore, and then the battle royale thing happened. Royale battle spaghetti, it's spaghetti, okay. and then battle spaghetti. <laughs> yes, it happened. Battle and pasta. Then, um, yeah, and so the dude's like, oh well, the game I I was canceling definitely was not the game that everybody's playing, and so it's just so crazy. But all by accident. I uh, totally understand now. So uh, that was a really long discussion about that, that was stuff, good. It was but, good. Uh, Man, it's it's so cool to hear about y'all's weeks, and um, um, but I I do we have to get to the important stuff, and so now I have an amazing uh, quiz to check y'all's knowledge. Um, it is a '90s hip hop quiz. It's gonna be Trey. Oh boy, Terry. here we go. Um, so uh, Terry, look out! I'm ready. Trey, uh, you know, was born I'm ready. in the '90s. So were you? You're born in the '90s, right? Trey? I was. Yeah, '93. Bruh, okay. I got like yeah. I got just tapes and CDs older than you though. You uh, no, dig no. like okay. All right, <laughs> so my, bought, right. my bad. Like so, like right, I so, got a no, Beastie fine, Boys it's... record. Like my Beastie Boys record, I have the like the one that I bought or my mom purchased for me like in '86 is you know what I'm yep. saying I have that like it's chilling like in my place yeah yeah so there you go okay well for those who That's don't know uh Terry met Biggie so there's that I did I did I met Biggie yeah you know I mean um baby baby you know what I mean so yeah that's what's up you know that you should tell you should tell that's him a story dope. after the quiz real talk yeah oh okay yes. that's what's up on, all right man <laughs> we get uh, guys you should just know we're probably gonna have like uh 30 parts uh with uh, Terry because we love him very much. Also, awesome. if uh, Terry just ends up being on every podcast, we call him. <laughs> we love him <Yeah>. so. <laughs> he is the new new co-host. Co-host. A, the, he's the, the he's co-co-host. the he's the third yeah. guy. Yo, that'd be dope, man. I, um, that'd be dope. Bro. <laughs> so uh, here we are. Uh, here's the quiz, uh, Terry. Uh, uh, Trey, you get to answer the first okay, question. Here we go. Um, Trey, if you need uh, options. Uh, I will give you them, but if anything? you don't, then yeah, no, I'll give you some uh, some um, multiple, multiple choice okay. if you want them. So just say, hey, I need multiple choice. If you can answer it without multiple choice, I mean Terry's not going to need. It's going to make me choice, look so, so stupid, but here we go. Um, it's it's okay, uh, it's okay. So here you go. Uh, which record label featured the artists such as Dr. Dre, Tupac, and Snoop Dogg? Trey. You got to answer in the form of a question. 
<laughs> right, no, right. What is? No, who is? Uh, so do, do you need some I, options? Yeah, I would like some options for sure. It. All right, so um, Junior Mafia, uh, Dungeon Family, uh, Rockefeller Records, or Death Row Records. I'm going to say Rockefeller. You were wrong. It is. Uh, oh, that was my records. next one. Dang it. I, it sounded so much better. Uh, dang it. Because yeah, the thing is, yeah. I've actually heard um, of um, all of those record labels, if not um, most of them. So I oh, I can't believe I didn't say that. But it will. I got it wrong. Case are off. Yeah. Junior so, Mafia is actually a uh, group. Terry, when I. It, it's not a. Um, yeah. It's not a record label. Yeah. So label. he was trying to throw you off a little bit. Well. So. Uh, you almost right, got me. Um, Terry, here's your question. Um, I didn't know this one, uh, but uh, let's see how you do. Uh, how old was uh, Notorious B.I.G. at the time of his 24. death? 24. That is Dang. correct. So it's uh, one Terry, uh, zero. Two years Terry. younger than me. That's insane. All right, All right Trey. Um, here you go. You're definitely not going to get oh, this Here one. we go. Um, Fife Dog, Q-Tip. And Ali Shahid Muhammad. Ali Shahid Muhammad. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we're the members of what rap group? Yeah, you're just probably good. You're you probably just going to have to give me options every time, bro. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Arrested Development, De La Soul, A Tribe Called Quest, or Digital Underground? A Tribe Called Quest. Nice. Ding, 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 you ding, are ding, correct. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you very much. One point for Trey. Um, one point for Trey. One, it's tied. Um, here it's we go. About to not be tied. Um, com- uh, Terry, complete these lyrics. Uh, now on my younger days, I used to sport sh- a shag. When I went to school, I carried lunch in a bag. Do you need? Wasn't it? Um, when I was when I went to school, I used to put. I used to sport a shag. Nowadays, I do to carry something about carry lunch in a bag with the. You are, you are one hundred percent correct. And who is that? that is the wonderful far side. band. Yes, I love that song oh, yes. so very much. Terry, Terry, you probably never even heard that song. Um, what was the song? She keeps passing. Well, it's called "Passing Me By" by the Far Side. No, but you would know it because she keeps on passing me by. It's dope. Possibly, so I don't. Um. Know. All right, Trey. This you might be able to get this one. I mean, maybe. Um, here we go. Uh, which rapper was not a member of the Wu Tang? Oh come on! <laughs> this is rough. All right, give me some choices. Method Man, um, ODB, or Big Baby Jesus, uh, You God, or Ro- Royce the Nine Five, uh, five Nine. I'm gonna go with C or D. And uh, I gotta pick one. I'm gonna go see. Who was that? I'm not sure, bro. <laughs> you, you got yeah. ODB. ODB. You got is definitely a member <sighs> of the Wu Tang It was Royce the five nine. So close. Um, yeah. So it's far okay. away. Uh, you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Uh, you're gonna like Terry. I'm, you might be able to answer this question before I even finished it. So. Uh, what was the name of Fresh Prince's DJ? Jazzy Jeff. 
I should give you a hard question. Yo, question. Um, come on, man. You know um, what, man? Hey, we should like on the next podcast, like have like a two thousand tens, you know, rap like little Xanax and like little like yuck, you know, gross. No, let's like, not talk about like, that kid. Like Zanny Pacquiao or whatever these rappers' Wait, what? names no. are. I mean, they're None named after drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and and. <laughs> And and, well, and, six, and, nine, and, and oh. I won't write six nine like you know what I'm saying like that dude like I don't know and, any uh, of their songs yeah, like we you were, know before the podcast me and Terry were talking about lyricism and hip hop because me and him have been rapping for a long time and uh, we're just talking about how uh, it has changed in the last uh, a few years and uh, even as uh, we grow and become uh, older more wise sage like rappers um, it does change <laughs> our uh, lyricism. And so it's very funny as, as we go, and as I get more gray hairs. Oh, there's that. Tea. Oh yeah, there's that. Yeah. I would almost say it's warped, but um, it's definitely changed for sure. Um, but what do I know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't listen to anything but EDM, so that you know, is an incorrect statement. But we'll we'll keep going. <laughs> is it like eighty percent EDM though? It's yeah, actually yeah, more I like forty five. But um yeah. Oh, dig it. Yeah. Okay. I mean oh, learn okay. something new every day. Oh, there's sixty five is everything iPod. else. Besides country. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. I don't do country that well. Hey, hey, <laughs> I, I did that little Nas X song. That's about as much country as I have gone. Nas You know is what I'm saying? Actually, little Nas X. You know what I'm saying? That he's old awesome. country road thing. Yeah, I mean oh, yeah. I consider him country mainly because if people consider um, what's that dude? Um, 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 Moses Malone or whatever that dude's name is. Post Post Malone. Post Malone. If uh, people Post think Malone. that Post Malone, <laughs> like, I know, bro. I don't be really. You did. We're old, dude. I, I understand. Moses I'm with you. He's not my. He's not my cup Spurs, of like right? iced tea or vanilla iced tea. Yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah. yeah he's cappuccino? not my cup of cappuccino. cappuccino. He's not any of that to me. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, but the homie Hostie's man to the, me, bro, Hosty's awesome, man. Well, you know what? If he, if people think that dude is hip hop, then then everybody needs think, to think. Then then Little Nas X can be country. You know well, what I'm I saying? Don't, I don't, I don't know yeah. what I would consider him because he's a little bit of everything. And um, I think as a performer, as an artist, he's completely successful, and he's actually a really cool guy. I mean, like just from the interviews that I've seen. Um, uh, I was like, you hung out. I with wish him that'd be amazing. Um, he's not like you know, all about all the craziness that most, I guess, crazy performers are. And he's—I wouldn't consider him crazy, but like, he's a real person. I guess if that makes sense. Like, there's a lot of people that so have is he like? And they're just like so. Is he like a person you would actually want to meet? Like Logic, like Logic looks oh, like a dude. Oh. And sounds like oh, a dude, hands down. and acts like hands a dude down. that you can actually hang out with, like, and it hands won't down. be like an issue. Yeah, Post Malone. I've never heard a song from him. Are you? You've heard, you've never heard of White Iverson? That was where he got big. No, like I never heard that song. Big. Really? I heard. You've never that, heard any. I heard Here's that thing, he made a song thing. called White is Iverson. It, I've yet to listen to that song. And I bet Terry got mad about it when oh, he I heard it. it. The, was that the reason you didn't? Is because no, of the name? no, you no. Like, I, I just Terry. um I heard of him. <laughs> I've just like I've never really listened to like like here's the interesting piece. I will send you some playlists. The, uh, please do not. And, and so he's not gonna um, listen. Oh, you're so 
Well, why? here is the so here's the he thing. He said, "Please don't." Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. So, why? so, so here is the um, it's because he's white. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. No, it's yeah, he's terrible. Just, oh he's not God. terrible. So, so, oh, so here is you you. I, I. So Go here's ahead. the Go reason. Ahead. Um. So, okay, I, I'm a little bit of an elitist when it comes to this rap thing. And it's an interesting dynamic because I don't think that's fair to everybody. I don't think it's fair. I, I do think, like, for instance, the only reason I knew Lil Wayne was good was because he did a song with Q-Tip, Busta Rhymes, and Raekwon the Chef. That's the only, yeah. he did, he was, a, Q-Tip made a song called The Renaissance. And, and then I heard Lil Wayne again on a Little Brother uh-huh. record. Then I heard Lil Wayne again on a ludicrous yeah. record, which when he said, um, I'm Little Carter, you can call me Little Cardiac. I'm like, okay, you got some bars. Like, you got some bars. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm That's just the way I... Well, I think that's kind of where um, popular music is today. I think I was watching an interview by Will Smith and he was talking about how when he first started doing hip hop, uh, when he first started doing movies, the way that you did it is nobody knew anything about you until the movie came out because they would get tired of you. Oh, sure. Knew everything about you. And now everybody wants to know everything about everybody. And so it's all about social media. It's all about telling people, you know, what you're eating for breakfast and, you know, who your girlfriend is and all that stuff, because it, that's where people people want to think that they're your best friend. And so I think. Uh, that's why we've got more personable people. But then there's some old school cats that are new that uh, still have that uh, that shade to cover them. But I think it's interesting where uh, it is gone <laughs> with it. But uh, it is interesting how it goes. So uh, I don't think that answered the question. No, no, that so does make sense. Outside. I think, you know, from the standpoint of social, how that changes, you know, how people move. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you can get away yeah. with stuff today or do things today that you just or or let me let me switch that around there's things that you cannot do today that you got away with 20 years ago (laughs) yeah well if you haven't already figured it out guys that we have transitioned to um chili uh, to chili to terry's uh expertise i assume we're gonna be talking (laughs) i'm assuming i lost the the quiz battle (laughs) yeah i we're just done you definitely have no chance no whatever i got one right Um, leave me alone you you did but you lost all the other ones and then right that's that's why um, i suggested that we do something on the 2010s you know what i'm saying like no that's the idea the idea is to make no, why do you yeah. keep saying his name? Well, he didn't come out till like literally last year, and no one cares about him because he's terrible. So, oh, or or or, so, or, or, picked, or, or, or little Percocet. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? There is a. You know what? I guarantee you, there's a rapper called Little Percocet. Uh, probably, but little he's Perc- probably trash. Yeah. <laughs> little Perk, yeah, little yeah, Perk. Little Perk. Gosh, my single. It, <laughs> I'm blown. So the, oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's it's funny how um, how hip hop is today compared to how you're saying all the mumble but, rap know, that's like flooding the market. Yeah. That. I mean, here's the thing though. If we 
Terry, we also have to be honest with ourselves that there was lots of terrible hip hop in the nineties. Yes, there was. Okay, so you are absolutely right, and um, so to speak to that. You know, I used to work at the radio station and somebody at the radio station made a very compelling argument as to why. Like now I listen to like there there was a rich homie Quan song I listened to five years. I was like, wow, this dude can actually rap. But I was so in my elitist bag that it was kind of hard to appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I never thought T.I. could rap. No, that I take that back on his first record. He said something about, um, you know, if you ain't, there's no way you can play me. The only way you can, the only way, or something about the only way you can defeat me is if you had a rhyme ghost written by Jesus and Jay-Z. I was like, okay, okay, (laughs) (laughs) all right. (laughs) You said something about something, you know. I was like, okay. So, and I think he can actually rap. You know what I'm saying? Like he can actually rap. Yeah. But someone had gave me someone had gave me a com- very compelling argument as for why hip hop sounds the way it sounds today. And basically, he goes into this theory about um, hip hop. Uh, he he goes into this theory about um, breakbeat culture. Okay. So if People, you yeah. listen to if you listen to Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar Hill Gang, like, well, let's just go further than that. If you go to the early 70s, 74 through 79, you, or or 70, really, I would say 74 through 89 or 90, you had breakbeat culture and rap was so, rap was a driving force behind hip hop culture. It wasn't always the driving force behind uh-huh. hip hop culture. It used to be DJing. There's four elements: break dancing, the spray paint art, the graffiti art, rapping, and DJing. So it used to be art and DJing. What used to be the driving forces behind hip hop, and that's why the lyrics were the hip, the hop, the hip to the hip to the hip to the hop, and you don't stop the rock sure. to the bang bang. And you couldn't have that type of intricate lyricism because it wasn't driving, it wasn't the driving force of culture. So when you had, when lyrics finally became the driving force of culture in the 80s, it was like, okay, wow, people can actually rap. Grandmaster Cass, people like, people that they considered almost sellouts run DMC when they first came out, it was like, well, why are you dressed that way? And why are you trying to, why are you trying to bring the streets into it? Those things are separate. Why are you trying to come at this? And if they, and they actually brought an element that no one ever thought of before. They did a song called sucker MCs. No one ever thought of calling someone a sucker MC on a re- like dissing <laughs> everyone like an yeah. entire genre yeah because it was like a professionalism it's in yeah. 83 you do that in regular music like no one came out with a yeah. no one came out with a record called bad music player bad piano player <laughs> bad, music, <laughs> bad, bad guitarist, guitarist. <laughs> bad like so so hip-hop has been on its i don't like you bag for 30 to 40 years 
Sure, so sure. you had someone for the first time say, you are a suck MC. You are less than. Why should you rap? And this was Dang. in the 80s. We were asking that fundamental <laughs> question. Why should the person you hate rap? And so Dang. from there, you had breakbeat culture and the beats were different. So the so literally you had the lyrics jump ahead of production. So the lyrics got so far ahead of the production that people were like, okay, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We need to start sampling. Let's start yeah. sampling loops because A, we can't afford bands. We can't afford, you know, we only had two turntables. We were we were mixing together the breaks anyway off of the two turntables. So let's go ahead and start sampling. So great, we're gonna start sampling. Now that we're now that we're sampling. We are taking other, we're taking three seconds of somebody's song and we're making it an entire jam. Like, thank God yeah. for people like, um, for the, you ever heard of the mountain? You ever heard of a song called Red from Mountain? Yeah. Sure. So that alone is the best thing ever. Like, I'm thankful for them. So, 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 yeah, so Trey, just to bring this in. So, so, so from the standpoint of taking like lyrics going way above the going way ahead of production. And then for about 10 years, you just had this for 15 years. You literally had starting in 97, I mean, 87, sorry, starting in 1987, you had people that were literally rapping and saying, okay, you know what? Um, you know, starting with like literally rock him saying, thinking of a master plan, like yep. literally going through and making rap lyrics sound like the most amazing things you ever heard in your life. Going all the way to say 2000 and like 2000. And sure. then you saw, then you saw, okay, you know what? There's only so many lyrical things you can say. Yeah, and then you saw like Master and, and P. So and so you're like, okay, well, I, you know, and people in the South, and and I'm not trying to be, um, you know, um, disrespectful here. It, it, it is it, it, like people sure. in the South was like, okay, we we don't come from that experience. Like we don't come from a breakbeat nope. culture. It, that's not culture. Breakbeats are not our culture. In Detroit, where I'm from, breakbeats were the culture. Because techno was invented there. Yeah. So you had breakbeats and people were like, and we were emulating, we were hearing a lot from New York. My neighbors are from New York. That's what got me into rap. And I remember him bringing a Rock Him tape home and it was Rock Him on the radio. It wasn't even a Rock Him single out yet. It was him on the radio yeah. and he dubbed the tape and we're playing, listening to the tape. And I'm thinking like, who is this? What is this? This actually is absolutely amazing. And um and so yeah. when you so so as this guy continued to you know to help me see 
that in 2000, maybe in 2000 through maybe 2003 to four, it was this period where why should we be rapping? Why should we be rapping? People were saying hip hop was dead in 1999. And it was like, people just started thinking, okay, you know what, man, maybe hip hop is dead. Nas actually said in 2006, perhaps hip hop is dead. So he named the album that. But what was dead was the former business model by which rappers made their money. That's what was dead. The culture wasn't dead. The art wasn't dead. People kept it alive from 2004 to 2008, 2010. You had every year there was a new there was a new song, which was a dance, which was back in the 80s. So it just did nothing but innovate. And it's kind of interesting because when I look at people like the Migos, who I'm not a big fan of, however, I do think they're genre bending. I I do think that they are the Das effects of today they're the das effects of the yeah. day like I, i'm like i can't front on them you know like they, they be you know they be i at first i was but i'm really can't front on them i'm like okay i i actually like maybe two migo songs i mean literally like if you consider like old school hip-hop right like you got a rock him kind of thing like that where it was like lyricism and he created this thing or they created this thing that was all about you were saying about speaking um so much and it's it's funny because that's what the amigos did they created a thing that everybody and their mama now does and so it's 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 crazy how it goes like people say mumble rap mumble rap here's the thing that's this is what rap so they is do now. triplets like people so they do triplets yeah. and this is what yeah, triplets chuck d did yep. back in public enemy days what a lot of yep. people did back in the day from a you know, they would do triplets. And so that being uh Curtis Blow used to not do it all triplets. The time. Um Curtis Blow no, didn't oh, do he triplets. Just did doubles, right? Like um so his, so, was, his was basketball. That was wasn't a triplet. Sport. That yeah. was more of a that was a straightforward kind of rap style that is con- that's reminiscent of old sure. school. Um real um uh side side about, like, note um oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Trey. No, I was just gonna say like um, uh, uh, I'm trying to say I'm trying to think of their song. Uh, Dad, I just Dad, when I always like, think or, of or pipe it up, it like pipe I it up. It. It's like uh, I'm trying to think of how Dab goes. It's like uh, oh my gosh, I'm spacing right now, but it's the but but the but the but the but the so but the but the but the that's yeah, what yeah. he's so, more so talking like, about. Like, um, you know, like um, like Chuck D. If you listen to some of his, he would use a triplet. Um, you know, um, Das Effects. So give me the mic and I liggity light it up like Uncle Festa. Microphone yeah, checker. Yeah. One, two, checker. You know, like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just, just flat, just amazing. You know what I'm saying? And so, so when you're talking about breakbeat culture and how it only can go so far, you can only take this, you can only take lyricism so far before people just get tired of that as a consumer, you know, so much so that they're like, okay, you know what? Because everybody wanted to be the best rapper for 20 years. It was about who was the best rapper and all the people that were making all the money. were not talking about who was the best rapper. They were talking about everything else. Enter hammer. Like when you get hammer, 
Early Hammer. Oh, I love Early. I love at Hammer's first record called MC Hammer. I love that record. It was the Can't Touch This Hammer that everybody thought was whack. They didn't think his first album was whack. They thought his first album was a dance record, was a dance album because it was. His first record was a dance record. And so everybody that thought, you know, but even him, he didn't even subscribe to breakbeat culture. Some to a degree, to a degree he did because he did use some, he did use some breaks. That's the trick. If you actually look, if you look at it, like you see how it transitions, right? It goes from breakbeat to like the gangster situation. No, gangster rap. No, we're not talking about breakbeat culture from a, from a, um, from a rap genre style. We're talking about breakbeat from a production, like what backed up your music style. And then once okay. that, yeah. and because even gangster rap was lyrical, gangster rap was still lyrical, and Snoop Dogg was a lyricist. Is a lyricist, no doubt. You, you can't argue that. DLC lyricist, Ice Cube lyricist. Oh my goodness, these West Coast dudes were lyricists. DOC uh, from Dallas. That's what's up. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But these guys were lyricists, fam. So it's a so it so we're not talking about breakbeat culture as in genre. We're talking about what's backing the music. You know, and it stopped when Outkast started saying, Well, we don't use those breakbeats. We're not gonna use breakbeats. We're gonna create our own stuff again, like they did back in the day with Curtis Blow and some of those other folks. And we're going to start creating our own melodies, our own me, me and you, my brother. I mean, we're going to start doing our own kinds of music. We want we want to create music. Sure. Well, even the Beastie Boys yes, started doing that, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. However, Paula's Boutique don't, yeah. they didn't start making their own music until Check Your Head. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they started doing their own stuff. But yeah, Paul's Boutique again would be one of the most expensive ever. records ever if they were actually. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes, I mean, so when you're literally talking about like, um, how far can you take it? They started asking that sure. question in the 2000s. How far can you really take it? And you know, what's funny, Terry, is I never really even thought about the breakbeat culture when it comes to. Um, how things are now compared to then. I feel like normally, uh, especially on hip hop, I'm usually expert here. But you, uh, I'm learning new stuff this whole time, and I appreciate Dude, it. Is it's all funny. Good. <clears throat> it's so funny because, like Jason mentioned earlier, um, like I'm learning so much now. Jason Terry was my discipler for like two years uh, back in the teens. Um, it's funny because, like, obviously, I'm Terry grew up. You both of y'all grew up listening to the good stuff, like the good uh, <laughs> portion of hip hop, like as opposed to today, uh, today, obviously in, in the early. Um, anyway, but what I'm saying is like, you know, I learned about more hip hop in one sitting with Terry than I have at learning hip hop from anybody else. And he definitely it's really cool uh, just listening to Terry and how things used to be. Things have changed so much and, and where they may or may not go. But. I think it was funny because like a lot of my exposure to hip hop came from Terry as uh, just learning um, from like all the different groups and where everything came from. 
Um, just because, I mean, you know, he discipled me in the teens and we've been a part of the same church, I guess. When did you move to Louisville, Terry? Have you pretty much in 06? 06. I've been here since 06. 06 okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was when I moved. I think 07 is when I moved back to Kentucky in, in 06, 2005, 2006. I was in Oklahoma. And that was when I moved back. And when I moved back, we were in the Spectrum building um, at Manual, or excuse me, Old Mill High School. And then uh, years later, we got our own building. But I've known Terry ever since then, pretty much. Wow. And uh, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I obviously, me growing up and listening to the hip hop that I did listen to was obviously um, like 80s and, and 90s hip hop. But like, it's not what it is today. I mean, like I, like it wasn't my jam growing up, but I did listen to it, but now it is my jam. So like just noticing like the hip hop culture that what it is today and like trying to like differentiate like <laughs> mumble rapping and like actual good lyricism, I guess, if that makes sense. Cause I love, uh, that's one of the main things why I listen to, uh, Terry's albums every once in a while is because he's such a great lyricist. Like, I just want to give you props, Terry. Um, cause I, I wish most people had that today. Cause then more, I think more people would listen to rap for the message rather than just like whatever comes off their head or whatever they want to mumble about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, I mean, I think it's, it's become a part of me more so for beatboxing because I, love beatboxing hands down and uh i think i it was funny because like i tried to get better and better uh to, to be a part of terry's sets when he would perform uh and uh <laughs> because you know he's like hey man if you get good man you come on tour i was just like all right i'll do that like dude so, i remember you know, that me. i mean like i really yeah, yeah, do yeah. remember that bro like i was like dude get good so you can tour. Yeah. Oh, dude, I totally remember that. Yeah. And I, t I tell this to every um, Flamestone person that we have on the uh, pot that we have uh, guests on the podcast, because we actually uh, last week or the week before was was Taylo. And uh, we had him on Taylo. We had him on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had him on the podcast and I was just telling him how I looked up to him so much. And Terry, I definitely looked up to you because obviously you were in you were like in like a low-key idol man like because you did hip-hop you you uh did christian hip-hop and so like that's a genre that not a lot of people touch and today it's i don't know i can't talk on it because i don't i listen to a decent <laughs> amount but it's not like no one wants to listen to christian hip-hop unless it's lecrae or um i'm trying to think uh um uh Andy yeah, Andy yeah, Minio, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. um but but anyway uh, Bizzle. Like they don't want lyricism. Like they just want the catchy tunes, the the nasty b beats. Like, and I I like lyricism because I like the way it flows off of the tongue, and it also makes sense. Like it's not just like I rhymed, uh, I, I mixed. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of something right now. Just a sentence that would like a couple bars that wouldn't make sense. It, you did it just to rhyme. Like that doesn't <laughs> just. That's not. That's not for me. But, but anyway, man, long story short, like you're one of the main reasons why I kept beatboxing is because I, I love the culture. I got pretty, pretty decently heavy into it 
just so that I could get accustomed to what it was like. Um, and again, I didn't grow up in the golden age of hip hop. Um, so I know little to nothing about that, but, uh, I <laughs> well, you know, definitely. I appreciate that. Yeah, Trey. Salute, man. I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, just the kind words there and just the props and all that. And I definitely appreciate that, man. I, I, I think, um, you know, no, I just wanted to say, I appreciate that. Thanks. Sure, man. You know, it's funny, uh, Terry, to this day, I still, on a weekly basis, uh, turn on looking for and listen to it. It's a part of my uh, Make oh, Me Happy word. Jams. That's what's up, man. So, I appreciate um, that. I, I, to this day, I, I've told you before, I love that song, but uh, I it literally is on my weekly um, playlist. And so um, I always appreciate uh, you and uh, just always still doing the thing you love. And uh, it, was, it was great. It's great to have you on the podcast to talk about hip hop, even though uh, it's a small amount. But again, we'll definitely have you on again. Appreciate we'll talk it. more about this. Is there anything else you wanted to, uh, you wanted to mention before we uh, go to the to some other. Uh, parts. Oh man, um, <clears throat> well the only we got about a about we got three like minutes, three yeah, minutes man. for that. Well, I mean, really, you know, just kind of. Um, oh, I'm on SoundCloud, man. Can you like plug my SoundCloud? Oh, yeah. Girl? Like like. Hey, you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can either do it now or later towards the end of the podcast. We'll give you time to plug whatever you want. Well, this is the plug. This is time. right now. So awesome. Is, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. This is like this is your time. So whatever you want to talk loose. about, uh, but I'll ask you a question. So, so, uh, so Terry, I know you're still um, doing music, and uh, you have a SoundCloud now. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 That's so, awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> please, please keep it all in. Keep it all in. Keep it all in. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. You know, why? Uh, so funny you ask. <laughs> no, man, but um, yeah, man, but it, it, it's, but actually I'm CST313 on everything. Like um, as far as like Twitter, you know, all that type of stuff. I'm CST313, but, um, but so on SoundCloud, I'm CST313. And I still do record like stuff that is like more scratch, you know, um, you know, like scratch vocals and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, you got really good at that, bro. But um, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, it's like um, so yeah, I, I do. So that's what I'm on right now. What I'm on, you know, I that time. Um, I mean, I am getting a little hungry. No, 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 not that time. Oh, oh. Um, well, I mean, my son is probably bed not bedtime. It's time oh, for yeah. questions of the day. More like question of the day, but it's oh, all yes. <laughs> so yeah, today we're going to do questions of the day. We have some questions on Twitter that we're going to talk about. Um, and uh, yeah, so. Here you go. Here's one of them. It's from uh, B-E-E-G uh, Fontaine or Nick uh, G-D-E and it asks, who uses the hole in men's underwear <laughs> to go potty? I actually read this earlier. <laughs> I'm going to actually step away for a second. <laughs> no coincidence. So <laughs> no coincidence with... <laughs> Like no coincidence okay. with the question of the day. 
Now, you know, this may be borderline, but hey, it's whatever. Everyone wears underwear. Now, guys, you know, for for those who are not men that are listening to the podcast, you're talking about this, this, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a hole to where you can, instead of like, I guess, drop, drop your pants to go to urinate, you can unzip yourself and go. Uh, and there's a hole for, for, I guess, boxers, briefs, whatever. Um, and it's to go to, it's to use the bathroom through it. So <laughs> me personally, I don't because, uh, why? Uh, I don't see the point because I feel like it's a, a little bit more effort than necessary. Uh, so, so wait, Trey. So what you're telling me is that's not a pocket for my license? <sighs> <laughs> you know what, Jason? It might be for you, but it's not for me. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good what about you, Terry? Um, no, is he's he gone. Really gone. He left. He's no longer on this podcast. Uh, so um, here's our next question. Our next tra- question, Trey, is um, by Matt uh, Fawcett um, at Fawcett slash Matt. Uh, it says, when you are old, what do you think children will ask you to tell stories about? What happened to XXX Tentacion? <laughs> and why is he a legend today? probably not um yeah i don't know they'll probably ask i don't know they'll probably ask a bold and broad question like you know what was it like you know when you grew up or like what was it like um and this was you said this is your you're saying your your kids or your grandchildren yeah okay yeah kids um, same difference i guess they're still kids um yeah i think um yeah, that's definitely one of those questions will be like, what was it like for you? Like, what what video games did you play? Like, well, what? why didn't you play augmented reality when you were little? It's like, well, I mean, because sure. none of that existed, but I mean, it's fine. Uh, virtual reality actually did exist before I was born, which is kind of crazy. It was the... Uh, yeah, it's called the Virtual yeah, Boy. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah, product. Yeah, it was way. terrible. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, it was something, I guess. Um, did, did, you hear, did you hear this question, Terry? No. Um, the question is when you were, when you're old, what do you think children are going to ask you to tell stories about? Hmm. I I thought you would like Hmm. that question. Well, I guess he can answer that right now. You know what? I think I was just, it's actually kind of crazy that you, that, that question came about. I was thinking about how, you know, Again, like I talked about when we were talking earlier, I think before the podcast, about how stuff hits my zeitgeist, the zeitgeist, and I'm like not really into it or kind of get into different things. If it if it trends on Twitter sometimes, you know, (laughs) like I'm like I'm checking for it sometimes. Right. And people 20 years from now are going to ask themselves, wow, you are a social media influencer. And you are responsible for early Instagram getting started. Like you were a like 10 years from now, people are going to look at some of the high end influencers and how it may be revealed something negative about them. Like 
they falsified all you know they were really paid industry plants to actually promote cell phone usage or they had a genuine opinion about how these cell phones go you know but they're going to be influencers and we're going to discover things about these so-called influencers in about five to ten years that we're going to be at people are going to be saying can you tell me about it's going to be the equivalent of watergate and you and that's just my conspiracy theorist kind of thing but yeah Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's my plan. I'm trying to be one of those influencers so I can have all kinds of tawdry tales to tell later in my books. I think the meme that we're all looking for is the fact that 2012 did happen, and that's what we tell our kids, and that we're the survivors of 2012. Dig it. I don't know what that means. The end of the world. Just 20, the end of the world, bro. Oh, okay. Gosh, Jason. Uh, so I try me, so hard sometimes. I think, I think that they're going to ask me um, about um, how I changed the world, and I'm going to tell them the story. Of how about... you could have changed the world but didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, other one, the other one I always say, and I, I laugh because it's like classical music, right, is like, oh, like oldies is like, you know, 60s uh, and 50s, right? So when I'm old, is hip-hop going to, is like, is Biggie going to be an oldie? Is like the oldie channel is going to just play Biggie and Tupac? Like, is, is that what's going to happen? Um, and so I love that. I love the idea of that. You know, talking about when I first listened to one of the oldies <laughs> uh, as a kid. So that'd be fun. So that's my, any, the other, the other question here is anybody, anybody here um, have be, easy for you to say anybody here. Yeah. Anybody here was given bad advice that uh that you'd like to share um you don't have to talk about the person just any kind of bad advice that you were given that didn't work out too well for you i mean sure um there was this guy who had actually told me um to pursue um christian hip hop um hardcore Really? And, uh, you know, if you're not in it, then you're not in it. And if you're not in it, you can't win it. And, uh, that could actually, that could actually go for both Terry or Jason, but I was picking Jason. (laughs) It was totally a joke. I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever encourage you to pursue Christian rap or hip hop. That was a joke. Or anything. It was a joke. Like, yeah. Yeah, because he knows better. Man, this is. I can say fun. that because I'm a white guy, so Terry. Oh it's my cool. God. Man, I mean, I listened to this stuff before, but it, it, it's it's different to experience it. So yeah, that's just a whole nother level. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's funny. It's I don't know what the. Uh, what the thing that we are, I guess we're like a big brother, little brother. Is that what the, is that what it is? Terry, I don't know. I don't Very know well. Uh... Terry, did you have any advice growing up that would you consider bad advice? So shameless plug. Um, you know what? People say the to wait to buy real estate. And that is something that I would, not follow as advice i would 
buy real estate when you're ready, obviously, and you need to buy real estate and wait. Do not wait to buy real estate. When you bought, most people have, you know, are talking about like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, there is so much going on and you literally could have purchased four or five years ago, six years ago, and you would have made all of your money. You would have made a lot of money if you got into real estate five, six years ago or 10 years ago. If you got in real estate 10 years ago, so it's not wait to buy real estate, it's buy real estate and wait because you will make your money. If you buy right when okay. you're ready and, you know, fight, you know, you got to be ready. I can't, I'm not going to tell you to just go buy a house and you're just not in the best financial shape and you buy too, you buy more what about, than what you can afford and blah, blah, blah. You should. What about Disney that. stocks? So uh, I think that's another thing that you should buy because you know what? The Disney vault will be around forever and they are going to literally. Until Jesus comes back. You know, like literally they will be around (laughs) and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And so that is something to look at. That's something to look at. I I want to buy my daughter Disney stock. I mean, it's what she's into. Mattel. I'm buy some Mattel stock. Why? Because my daughter loves Barbie. Hands down. That's it. You know, so yes, I, I do think you should, you know, don't, you know, don't, don't wait to buy, buy real estate and wait. So that was, so that's kind of a, you know, like if you would have just said, if you would have said, I never gotten stocks again, if you would have bought stocks like seven years ago, <laughs> you you would have made all you would have made a, a ridiculous amount of money. So a lot of people give a lot of bad financial advice, you know. Yeah, and it's all about when you're ready. Um, I, that that makes total sense. I I think about when for me, I I was once told by a producer that I should never ever sing, that I should only rap, like. Uh, there is no, I do not have a singing voice though. You know, for the last 10 years, I've been singing at church and all kinds of other things. That doesn't count. But, uh, in, in my mind, that doesn't count. It, yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't count. Like I sing at church, bro. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying to like, I cannot sing in public. Like I, I, I think, I think oh, okay. God intervenes through the microphones at, our, at church services to make it <laughs> sound better than what we actually are in real life. Do, wouldn't you agree? Wait, are you trying, uh, did you just low key tell me I'm a no? I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. He he's talking. I think he's talking to me because I uh, actually help out with the soundboard. Um, um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you of all people, <laughs> to, to, Trey's like Trey's like. Um, you know, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, I'm a what? No, right. <laughs> No, that is not <laughs> his fault. Oh my god! Yo, what you don't know, Terry, is that he has auto tuned right. on your bro, on your he channel. Paid me up every Sunday, bro. Good looking, oh fam, dude. I am so grateful for that. So what he's basically saying is, no, that wasn't the Lord. The Lord taught me what to do. What I'm basically, <laughs> what I'm basically, what I'm basically saying. Is that I did this to your voice every Sunday. 
I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. I love to praise him. Yo, you are a winner. You are no, the winner. No, what I'm man. saying you are is so the a mic. A mic only projects. A mic only projects what's there. So I, we can't necessarily. Make That's you actually sound the plugin take... that you use at service. It's actually um, the plugin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I come out like this T-Pain. Actually and... <laughs> Bruh, I come out like T-Pain. They're like, wow, he sounds so great. I'm like, yes, it's the Lord. Really, it's Trey. <laughs> Baby girl, what's your name? <laughs> that. <laughs> Dude. Anyway, oh my but no, no, no. You, so like one day you're like one day you're sitting there and uh, somebody shows you a video like you were amazing. You're like, wait, that's not me singing. What's that? <laughs> but anyway, that's so dope. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's. I'm so glad I got that. Uh, the uh, mo- I modulator. I don't know what this. This is, you know, um, it's an app that allows me to change my voice and it's got like 80 different things and it was well worth the purchase. It was very inexpensive. All right, so this is the part of the show where we're actually going to just do some, uh, we're to do some raps on some beats by um, Trey. Yo, yo, yo! We got CST, Scout the Psalmist, and TDP on the mic. Let's get it. Yo, when I rap. Sort of like a biblical professor. Cut from different cloth, we just made different textures. Scripture in my perspective, instead of sharp dressing, overheated hedonist, but he really a cold zephyr. My second marriage was with the girl next door. I'm in the word, yet I need the spiritual context mode. When reflecting, we got blessings beyond measures. I'm still on the grind to both spots in our garage of Teslas. She up and down, I pray that grandma feeling better. I need to repent, we need more opportunities for get-togethers. I have to turn until the pieces fit like Tetris. The Holy Spirit working, I must align to connect. This. Is the glass half empty or is it half full? Most don't get it. That's not a test, it's just a glass of water in it. Nowadays I go for that shabby she ventures. Nowadays I'm on that vibe, this is culturally Christian. Red pills got you prejudiced. When anger's turn inward, it turns to depression. And it's turned outward, it leads to aggression. It's unfortunate the vehicle so many use to make a living's being driven by those who wish to make a killing. What's up? <laughs> What am I to do? I'm sitting with CST and Trey, we cool. And only if I get it, cause my life is on the right. I'll be yelling for the metaphor and now I see it tight. Uh, we talked about break beats, whole chain, how it be. How it rearranged everything inside of me. Uh, and how this hip hop, it switched up and down. Waiting for the life and then I'm running around. I talked about that little pizza song that my son sings. Every single day I'm about to lose my brain and then I see. Uh, and Trey talked about his work week, how things were pretty crazy. He didn't work, G. I know what's going on if we can't be and terry came and joined us and talked about some amazing things he did some preaching bro talking about the things that he did that he know oh it's called hip-hop it's hip-hop with the flow but then we get it down because i still don't even know Uh, what am i supposed to say with the time my voice is still trying to come back from rapping all night uh, and all day 350 songs that I did only if I can't rip thee. Now I get it gone because we see a Viet Cong and I knew that one time I could never rip Myung on. And now we tripping because we talking about the auto-tune and how they use it on Terry when he's singing, dude. At church, I was waiting for the little cool saying everything is everything and now we keeping true. Thank you guys for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed um, CST or Terry and our relationship uh with Trey and me and him and 
Hope you had fun. Please subscribe. Listen to the podcast again and again and again. Um, always, you can email us at flows, the number four, the letter U, pod at gmail.com. And the same for all of our social networks um, is the same thing. Um, so please reach out to us. We want to talk about the things you want to talk about. So if there's something you're interested in, uh, tell us. We'll um, hook up the guest and we'll talk about your topic. Maybe even answer your question, whatever you want. Again, we love you very much. Thank you for letting us do this. And thank you for listening to our show. Um, you're amazing. And have a great day. Stabbing him at the rip.